0: Welcome to The Old World Lives, a Worm of Fantasy Battles podcast. You can find us on Facebook at The Old World Lives, on Instagram at The Old World Lives, and you can reach us by email at Lives at gmail.com. And now, on to the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 58 of The Old World Lives. I'm Christopher, I think, I'm not sure, uh, but uh, we're here again and uh, we're starting to morph a bit into a the old world podcast even though we have our old love for the sixth and sometimes eighth edition of warhammer as well with me tonight i have Morton. hello and nicholas No,
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Hello. laughs> oh there he is
0: there was nicholas Island and, Island. and and uh, since uh, someone asked a few episodes ago uh, what Krill's opinion was on something, we don't really know what that question was anymore. Here's Krill. I've been
2: oh, away so Japanese long. Friends. I've been away for so long, I've literally <laughs> learned a new language. <clears throat> Poorly, of course. Yeah. Hey guys, good to but... be back again. Just painting um... some wild Ratman.
0: Ooh, Ratman. <laughs> But I'm gonna start with this, uh, since uh, this might take out while uh, since you've been since you've been on so long. Since, uh, Martin, what have you done, done since last time?
1: Uh, okay, so I haven't painted that much. I'm painting uh, Rico's Republican Guard, um, and oh, had a a fun, strange thing. Okay, Sweden is not that big, apparently. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Who would have thought? And I, I, I have figured out uh, that that we actually have a listener.
0: Hooray! Someone yeah, is there. listening
1: to us. We have a
3: as,
0: listener. As someone yes. has uh, checked, as someone has uh, checked the stats for this podcast, we have more than one listener. It's about Target. five or six. And uh, Ooh, a Nicholas few more than that. Ad, as well.
2: Nicholas mom, my mom, Morton's yeah. parents, Morton's child. <laughs> but there we have several not, listeners. At least, of, at least three of
0: them are my different accounts that just download <laughs> this podcast every month. It's just you with a fake mustache. Yeah. Yeah,
1: but uh, yeah, no, but so I, I have a friend. His name is Jonas, and he lives. They have moved to Ireland, but they lived in Gothenburg before, and he still works there. So he commutes there every now and then and works. And when he was in Gothenburg for work, he was at a work friend's place, and that work friend's wife's friend's wife's friend's friend's friend, someone was Josh, Joshua, who is who I I know of him, but we've never met because. He came into the Gothenburg game group just as I left. So he is yeah. maybe Morten so 2.0. Yes,
0: yeah, so I was just going kind to of mention that. So you, you consider him your replacement, the replacement Morten?
1: Yes, yes. yes. I, I'm so not sure anyone I, else I, does, I but,
0: uh, shout no else the does that. Shout out to Josh. Yes. I yeah. <laughs> find guy. it
2: slightly intimidating that Morten, with his slight age, has already been replaced with a younger model.
1: Yep, that's how it is. Yep. He stays, <laughs> but nice yeah, that you listen to us, Josh. That's great. Yeah, shout out to you.
3: Uh, yeah, it, he makes uh, v- some really cool conversions for his chaos uh, regiments from the like those new underworld kits.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've seen. I've seen a lot of cool pictures. He just needs to <clears throat> paint, also, Josh. Just <laughs>
0: I,
2: I don't believe it. I think you're lying. And if Josh wants to disprove me, he should post some hot pictures on our Facebook group. Ooh. That's a good challenge.
0: I would mention a Facebook group that we might actually have to make a Facebook group. The, the Instagram. <laughs> God, on our Instagram. Damn it, Chris! I've just tag off us on Instagram. So long. Yeah, just <laughs> tag us on Instagram. And uh, I know that there's another podcast that uh, you're on that has a podcast, no, it has a Facebook group. In that case, we're modern. We have TikTok. Get get get. Yeah, no, with no, it. we're not talking about uh, Morton's attempts at uh, eagle dancing. <laughs> Enough about Uh, that. Uh, So, what have you done? Any hobby then? Yes, so uh, just just to get away from the eagle, I think. (laughs) Yes, Uh, no, but we have
1: finished our campaign. So, we played a game. Uh, The Sorcerer's Skull, which I've talked about on the podcast every now and then, has come to an end. So, last time we talked, the thief had been found. The thief had stolen the Sorcerer's Skull and we were fighting for it. And then I found it, so the Nurgle forces took the skull, and that was the end of that. So we needed a final game, uh, and uh, the idea was to have me uh, against the other two. So Hawkan with his Chaos Dwarfs and Frederick with his High Elves in a desperate alliance. Um, so we played 4,000 points because I have a lot of Nurgle now. (laughs) So uh, I got to set up on on the table and I made some defensive palisades and spikes and stuff. And I'd also made this pool of blood, which was supposed to be a a portal to another dimension, to the warp. Mm -hmm. And then I had a sorcerer uh, who was opening this portal and summoning uh, demons, right? Uh, So the mission was quite simple. Uh, To win, they had to kill the sorcerer. and. If they didn't, then I would win. Uh, And then we just had a lot of points and a a game that took a long time, of course. (laughs) It's always hard to play when you get this big armies going. Um, So every turn, a number of demons would spawn uh, from this pit in the middle. Um, And that ended up being quite a challenge. So I felt like, oh, this might not be very... Well, I, I knew it wasn't balanced, but I still wanted it to be a good game. Um, and they were both quite defensive armies, they had a lot of shooting, right? So they had really struggling in the middle because they were just they couldn't kill demons before they came new demons. Um, so I thought, oh, how is this gonna go? But then on one flank, the silver helms they charged my chaos knights and they killed the chaos knights. Oh, no one's been able to kill the chaos knights, right? But but silver helms did, and then they rushed forward towards this hill where the sorcerer were, and it's like, oh, they have a clear shot at it. Uh, but then I charged them with my Chaos Ogres, and I, I killed them. Um, so I felt like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> uh, but then, uh, and you know, they shot me with uh, cannons and everything, trying to snipe out my uh, Sorcerer, and they couldn't do it. And then finally, Hawkan uh, took one of his Demon Smiths. Final transmutation, started turning this, this uh, unit to gold, and you had to roll a die for each model. And it, on a six, they turned to gold of course the sorcerer turned to gold and they stopped they stopped the portal so they won uh with this just uh, <laughs> which i love this is the, the typical warhammer like you fight for rounds and rounds and then oh, just roll a die and on a six oh you win <laughs> can't get better than that and what uh, i thought it was a very fitting end also now we have a golden skull from uh, uh, <laughs> a high elf wizard so i mean hmm it's This could go into some some things. A a new campaign can rise from the ashes of this one, but
0: um, for now at least. uh, I'm thinking your self-made isolation on an island far away has uh, warped your... yeah, your sensibility is a bit here. I, I <laughs> it's just enjoyed, something we I, need to talk about. I
2: enjoyed yeah. the heroic story about how Morton himself wrote the scenario in which he was beating everybody senseless for <laughs> yeah. five and a half turns with rules he yeah. himself made up until yeah. they yeah. heroically crushed him. Yeah. But the best part was the sheer and utter glee in Morton's voice as they beat the shit out of him. It's like, yeah. it makes me happy how Morton is such a good sport. Then it's like, <laughs> yes, and then I felt really bad because it turns out I was actually winning way yeah. too much. But it's cool, because they won in the end. And I'm like, ah, oh, never change, Morton, Never change. No,
1: but it,
0: I, I also have another like question here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you just, uh, just happened to make a pool of blood. Is there something, as I mentioned before, that we need to talk about here? <laughs> no, really p- pools of blood? I was
2: really happy. Why does to Morten just of... have a pool of blood lying around? You don't need to know.
0: Ah. It's Elan.
2: That's
3: one. It reminds me of that Tamrakan <clears throat> bit when he goes into that like a cesspool in the that little monastery or church or whatever where he transforms it then or is about to transform. Mhm. But I think that was more of a shit pool. Should have made a, a dog shit cops, Morton. <laughs> <No>, yeah.
2: <laughs> just like just like an inflatable kiddie pool filled with the dog with like dragon ogre feces. Yeah,
1: yep. Yeah. You can make it happen. <laughs>
2: So well, like, uh, yeah, are you guys gonna make like a trophy now? That's like a gilded skull because that would be a I really I think I, cool, think like, I have one to, right? It, it you should. Was, yeah, yeah
0: it I, was, I, I was so afraid that this, we we're gonna say. I just think I have one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I like how the new hashtag for more than like whatever insanity goes on, like hashtag Just Erland things.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, sure that not. they can be found way worse on that. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, no I disregard probably... to Erland, but uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: It has a lot of history, so if I just go digging outside, I'll probably find a skull.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, It's actually not unlikely, given that the island has been populated for most of, for a bit longer than the rest of the world, actually. Yeah. But, uh, Speaking of uh, Nicholas, have you been doing any uh, short hobby? This one? Uh, yeah, like I you my door for me. Uh,
3: uh, I had a bunch of stuff that I kind of started at the beginning of the year, and then. I made the New Year's resolution to, to finish my Dwarf Army. And I didn't have that much stuff left. It's like, I don't know, 30 models. And uh, some accessories. Like, uh, the skull Pass, uh, wagons, and Bugman smoking and some uh, and some cakes of beer. Uh, so I just powered through a couple of weeks. Or weekends in a row and uh, got them done. So, yeah, I'm really happy about that. Uh, I'm going to do like uh, some some pictures and a uh, bit of a write-up, I think, this uh, weekend. Uh, like What's a full term?
1: army picture? Yes. Ooh.
0: If, uh, Morten, haven't you checked out the Instagram and Facebook page? Did we have a Facebook page? for the podcast because <laughs> there's been uh, quite a lot of nice photos there on, uh, of dwarves the they're
2: really amazing. good dwarves Nicholas like yeah. I said when you showed them they're amazingly painted there's a lot of care and love into every character I'm sort of jealous about the amount of energy put into that
0: and also we're just Chris, amazed Chris, Chris
2: yep. see yep. you can literally finish a project before nah, that's impossible. The next, it's humanly possible
0: that's, that's impossible but we get, we're, we're going to get to that uh, where what is my <laughs> my goal yeah
3: yeah i'm uh i'm actually quite happy with like the whole project um so it's, it's been a very big army and so uh, dwarves were my first army to start out with and uh yeah like when i got back into fantasy i was thinking of doing dwarves first but then kiss of happened <laughs> then i did the yeah. dwarves and uh gave me some time to think like what i really
2: wanted to do with the army and
3: uh yeah but uh, that will be and, and, in, a, in a long write-up later
0: You've always and you had
2: the me, of a dwarf, so I think the army suits you well. Bitter, angry, slightly drunk, and hatred of elves and Stockholmers. It comes natural to you. Yes.
0: <laughs> some, things, some things come natural to us all, except if you're a Stockholmer.
2: Yes. Like uh, lack of culture and belching the alphabet. But let's not talk about that right now. Let's celebrate Nicholas. Uh,
3: but I... It's a great army. So uh, Morten did have a shout out And I also had a couple of shout outs Before I forget about him Uh, First off uh, When I was posting on Instagram so stuff from uh, Lincoln Wargamer And I just want to give a shout out to that guy Because he just posts great uh, like Feel good Fantasy content all the time on Instagram So uh, follow that guy And uh, second of all uh, the rank bonus podcast. It's really good. I started listening to them recently and uh, really like them. They are also um, <laughs> six dead focused. We realize now that maybe we're not that anymore with Morten. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, know, from the be, It's hard to be six dead focused as well, given that all the excitement we have for uh, the old world as well. But uh, six dead is, uh, will always be cl- close to our hearts. That's just the way it is.
3: So yeah, make sure to go give those guys a listen. Um, it's always good to have more podcasts around because uh, I can't listen to myself <laughs> uh, no. when I listen. So yeah, I
2: nice think these rank bonus fellows should invite more Nicholas over for a chat. So we can't listen to that podcast. Oh, either <laughs> just to be fair, invite Nicholas over for a lengthy chat. Yeah,
0: they're
3: they're <laughs> Australian. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah,
0: that's, uh, that's a lovely time difference when you have to re- one has to record at 2am uh, 2, 2 and the one other has to record at uh, like 4 in the morning just to make it fit uh, Nicholas, what yeah.
2: is your stance vis-a-vis BSB, musts and sexitizing stuff?
3: <laughs> um, I think uh, those are two out of the five worst things <laughs>
2: Are fish shelves another two or the like?
3: I don't, I don't even think about the, them anymore. I saw like a meme uh, with the, someone posted some AOS bashing stuff on the, the old world page. Which, by the way, that page is just
2: that's just garbage.
3: The, yeah, I'm thinking of yeah. leaving it. Like I, I was thinking, should I stay just for the drama? But it's just, it's not even good drama. No, it's yeah, just no, like you
0: you reposted that uh, meme in our chat, and yeah, I think we, we're all over it at this point. <laughs> but if but uh, just...
3: it's like that, the, it's from Mad Men, like, I don't even think about you anymore. And yeah. I don't even think about AOS anymore. It's just, I don't care. Like, I, I have no serious interest. That's like me bashing War Machine stuff. Like, I, I, I don't care. They can do whatever they want. It's not...
2: I mean, we had... I had to listen to one of our older episodes, and like when we started his podcast. <laughs> Age of Sigmar was still slightly newish, I guess, and like the hurt was still so raw. But it's mm-hmm. like you said, there's just so much water under the bridge. And we've been shown that there's an amazing, alive, vibrant fantasy community. We have a lot of good connections, like people around. In one sense, if this was all of our lives, which it's not, we've got a lot of stuff going on. I mean, apparently, as you've heard, Morton is a ritual sacrifice, and Nicholas is yeah. yeah. finishing armies, and Chris has a yeah. successful work life, and yeah, I mean, and, picking uh, up uh, languages. You-
0: yeah, and also that you are into playing video games while we're recording podcasts.
2: Yes, obviously. Uh, after telling you I am incredibly busy with work. Yeah. But we it's been so long that we don't even really think about it anymore. Age of Sigmar exists. It's out there. It's not for us. But it's been really therapeutic getting around, having this podcast, connecting to people around the world, and just playing games and meeting cool new people, which is up to you listeners. So thanks. Well said, Nicholas.
3: I remember, oh, oh, all, like the, in the beginning, I, I had my, my time slot at Christmas once a year or two to bash Age of Sigmar.
0: It's uh, actually still in the s- schedule, schedule, but you, you still didn't use it the last two, th- two Christmases. You didn't need it because uh, you're over it. And also, when we started recording this uh, podcast, the High Elf Battalion was about uh, 300 kroners. Yeah. Yes, yes.
2: The High Elf Battalion index has dropped dramatically.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's. You, you don't get as much a high elf per krona anymore. <laughs> no, it's it's a shame. <laughs> yeah, you should have uh, snagged them up when they were <laughs> that cheap and just had <laughs> stockpile them. But uh, that's uh, hindsight. That's hindsight and a, pa- a pandemic since then as well. Well,
2: which, I mean, uh, the bottom is really going out of the tomb king sterling as well. So.
0: Yeah, I did, no I did see. Screen so, screen. Did see someone that reposted a link to eBay where, where with uh, the, uh, I think it was the uh, Battle Pilgrims, the uh, Grail Reliquary for uh, Britonias for about, I think it was uh, four hundred, five hundred pounds.
2: Yeah, I saw that. That was insane.
0: Yeah, and then you realize that it might just be re-released in a few months if yeah. you just wait.
3: Going to be it's very interesting to see the market then also I think uh, like the stuff that isn't re-released is gonna get even more expensive actually
0: yeah mm. but well, that, that also that also depends on uh, how it's if it's in, is included in the rule set on release or in the uh, the, the so so-called like uh, revenue hordes book that they release the PDFs for the other armies that they might actually have it in in or it might not even be in the old world given that it's not in there on release. As somebody who's Ilfie. like
2: flipped a number of armies ever since like the Old World rumors started, I'm not. You mean when, very you, when you lose again? Oh yeah, obviously. Flip uh, which <laughs> yeah, just uh, you, you for, for the, dinosaurs, sell the plastic dinosaurs. I just burned them. No, but like I've noticed that some people take like a vicious, perverse pride in only using armies that are not supported by GW. So like if they don't start supporting like Wood Elves there are going to be people out there who collect else for that specific reason and they're only going to want like the initial releases.
0: Yeah. Then like people are, said, we'll are already it's buying 3D, 3D prints or third party models anyway. Yeah. So that's that's not going to change because that's not the market for the game. No. That is what it is. But speaking of the market for for the game, I finished my skeleton. Yay! everyone has seen that and and I currently have a Few skeletons between uh, primed and finished, which means that I am in the finished rest of the owl part of the painting. In this case, nice. so just they, a...
3: they look very good, and you you make me so mad, Chris, like because you're really good at painting, and then you don't paint enough. It's like but when I, I have I have I
0: finished to, one model. This when week. I came yeah. to collect
3: your some some dark from you, I was looking in your cabinet, like holy shit, things look even better in real life. But just <laughs> thank you. Paint more yeah, but
0: there's been uh, quite a lot of in my head that I can't haven't been able to paint this year.
2: Uh, as a certified medium. bone lord, I can tell you that is a fresh-looking skeleton. I approve. <laughs> Thank you. I need you to do another ninety-nine.
0: I have at least uh, another nineteen on the go. I will have mm-hmm. to buy another box because I only have ten more on Sprue. Uh, the other the other parts I use to convert my Black Knights.
2: If we ever get a Patreon, which I assume you guys have set up by now, I've been mean, away for so long, then it should be something like everybody just gives a dollar and Chris gets a unit from the Patreon whenever he finishes up another unit.
0: Or well, you just get sponsorships to, to actually finish a model, you mean? Yeah. Because it's be, going to be so that no one ever has to pay. <laughs> this is the long game that Chris has
2: prepared for since we started the podcast. Like, uh, well, okay, guys, I guess you just you give me models and then he just finished the entire army in one sweep.
0: I can say that this is quite a f- fairly simple paint scheme as well. I've decided to be re- uh, re- replicated on a lot of models. Uh, it is a f- few more paints than I actually initially t- intended to use. But uh, yeah, contrast paints who... and Vallejo metallics works really well.
2: Yeah, for those who haven't seen it, go check out our Instagram because it looks really good. Did you have fun painting yep. it, Chris?
0: I loved it. I actually, oh, nice. started painting it just a, a day before work, and uh, had uh, all of the base base colors done in like half an hour from that. Oh, on. Cool. And then just uh, there, there is um, there was a bit more time spent on that one. to figure, figure out the process, but now that I have it written down, it's quite easily replicable
2: i i think the key for painting a horde army as somebody who's done like free horde armies at this point because again i hate myself money and time as long as you enjoy some aspect of it and as soon as you look at like a finished small regiment of 10 or five guys if you look happy looking at them when they're done you will keep going at it so it's important to have fun when you play paint these horde armies and sometimes yes that satisfaction comes from just knowing that you don't have too many left but as long as you have some basic measure of fun doing them you will keep going
0: Indeed, indeed, that's good word. He
2: painting indeed. is 79 Skaven.
0: Well, you have to talk yourself into it in, in, in that case. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, speaking of my undead horde, I did buy some reinforcements yesterday when I just uh, happened to go with, for some kind of retail therapy at the. At Warhammer here in, Gothen, here in Gothenburg.
1: In a physical store.
0: Yeah, of course. Even uh, got the, one of those uh, monthly cards and the monthly mini- miniature, which is a really, really tiny, cute rhino. I can only, only call it ri- cute given the size of it. It fits mm-hmm. in, in your palm so easily.
2: If you don't want it, I'll gladly take it because I'm collecting those rhinos.
0: <laughs> I need it. There's a uh, tank battle on the 28th <laughs> hosted by the store. store. They're <laughs> so going to have a little... But I'm gonna, it's going to be nice to try to paint something that, at that scale and... Possibly get my urge for uh, Legion's Imperials out before I buy the starter set that I will never paint.
2: <laughs> did I, did I, I show you guys the pictures of my old epic stuff I'm painting up?
0: No, but you should
3: send it no, over. I've seen some pictures.
2: Yeah, yeah like, uh, I blame the Crown of Command and, like, Jay, Josh, because no, Jay, because honestly, I'm starting to paint up the old epic stuff I got with Nicholas at Lincoln 2019.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh when you and could actually buy that. epic
2: by the kilo uh, that's how yeah. i got my epic back in the day they just had like a that, plastic that, bag.
0: that's how, also how you could buy uh, metal uh, six dead models <laughs> yeah it's true
2: like that's the but, ease of access just a couple of years ago you yeah. could buy it by the kilo
0: yeah because no one wanted it at that point which uh, then there was a pandemic and everyone just rediscovered their books and uh, miniatures in the attic and podcasts and vi- videos and all of that but I did buy, I was going to mention, I did buy a unit of uh, Soulblight Gravelords Direwolves. Yeah, those lovely are real nice. Oh,
3: yeah, they
1: are like.
0: nice. And I figured I needed uh, needed them to fill out my courtenauts uh, for my Lamia army.
2: Yeah, and shout out it to the Joko really Ono good. of this podcast, yeah, not. Uh Because he did a corpse, wo- Direwolf as well, and it looked really good. Ooh. Vampire War 2024.
0: Yeah, yeah. There was someone who was mentioning a bit of a strigoi action there after seeing the uh, flesh eat the courts uh, release for uh, Age of Sigmar.
2: Yeah, I kind of want to use those to make like a strigani from the optional list at the very back. Of yeah, do the, the,
3: the, Have they always been called soulblight grave lords? Uh, no.
0: the, the, the vampire faction has the vampire faction has always been called soulblight grave lords. You're thinking also about flesh eat the courts. There's also yeah, Night
2: haunt and flesh eat the courts.
0: Yeah, Flesh the Chords are the ghouls and uh, the Strigoi vampire yeah. Uh The, the Soul Black Grey Lords are the regular vampires and the, the mass hordes of undead. Then you have uh, the Flesh uh, fleshy the Chords, which are... Uh, no, no, not the Flesh the Chords, uh, what the... What do they call it? Nighthaunt? Yeah, Nighthaunt. Um, there no. it goes. They're, they're, they're the ghosts, <laughs> pretty much. I could almost ghost feel
1: Nicholas ghost. getting angry about Adrian stigma Sigmar again there for a
3: while.
0: And then, then, then we have the... Uh, N- the not home, angry, home he's, he's confused. Well
3: it's just so annoying like uh, whenever i go to games workshop like oh i want to look at skeletons like where where are they
2: <laughs> i imagine they're, they're, Nicholas going in and it's like i just want to see the undead okay don't make it yeah. weird they're like um what flavor and you're like oh my god jesus fucking christ we're gonna do this again aren't we fucking jeez you should go in there and ask them to see the the, the chaos nicholas just the chaos faction yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where where are the hordes of chaos Sure. You, this you, wall you,
0: you, oh, i can i can say that the skeletons are located uh, right next to the uh, display cabinet that are closest to the the till uh, in the mi- middle quite far down there's a skeleton because they were they were there yesterday as well at least they might have moved until you managed to get there i also bought a box of a uh, warhammer underworlds Harrow Deep expansion oh cool uh, the, one of the one of the units from there which is the exiled dead which is the necromancer and the zombies
3: are you you're, you're just making these these names up, right?
0: <laughs> no, uh, I, I wish he was, I, but I am not. Know. Sadly. Uh,
3: Warhammer around world. Have... I'm I'm looking through a store now. Warhammer around the world's
0: Harrow Deep. They are not in the web store anymore. There, there was there's still a lot of box left in the, this store. Harrow uh, Deep. The ex- exiled, exiled, dead. I think they are in the. Uh, <laughs> the, the regular undead faction, but the death faction in <laughs> the of Sigmar.
3: What, what are these things? There's Norwood, Maze and Harrowdeep.
0: Yeah, Harrowdeep is one of the of expansions. Them.
3: Is it so? It's like
2: expansions. a, a two, two faction box that they release. Yeah, think of it yeah. as chapters. They do like oh wait, I I know uh, you love Fortnite because of your age. It's like different yeah. chapters of Fortnite, Nicholas. They release a new book and a chapter and like a box, and then they do like mini expansions with cards and scenarios and stuff, and then they do a new chapter roughly every year.
0: Or, like seasons or. Uh, yes, like, like ma- magic, ex- magic expansions. Or
3: something. So, so when they release like one of these new things, there's like a new mission pack in it or something.
0: Yes. Yeah, they, and they, like have, a, they have a two, like they have a two, two faction a starter set with uh, a playmat and the cards and stuff like that. And then they sell, sell individual boxes with expansions, uh, which are warbands in that case. And in this ca- case, you have a necromancer and a lovely bunch of zombies. Among some of them are. Regular, regularly animated. Some of them are electric, electrically animated. Yes, I think they would be, make just a good flavor for my zombie units. And,
2: and this is not to be confused with Warcry, Nicholas, which is a different game that runs on the same principle.
0: Yeah, but it, it is more Warcry is more similar to more uh, more but <laughs> simpler. Whereas uh, Underworld is more of a card game with miniatures.
3: Yeah. See, I, this is okay. the why, like why I'm confused when I go in there. Like, I just want to see the undead, and then I have to go like five different layers of chapters and expansions for whatever extra games they have. But it's just. Yeah.
0: But what you can see, what you can see when if you go there, like this week, they have the the Malkador tanks for uh, the Legions Imperialis in the display cabinet, and they're so cute.
2: Oh yeah, oh. I just finished painting my Malkador tank fair enough like 28 mil it's for my the one, to one to one
0: the yeah it's a 50 ton heavy tank <laughs> yes but speaking the of 50 ton heavy the road. yeah that's the only way to get uh, through during the mild snowfall you've had the past few days <laughs> we're like we're like england nicholas we're like england White bread. And I, uh, and I say that that I was about uh, thirty minutes late home because there was a bit of. Uh, I think I think it was snow to begin with, but there was like some gray 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 green sludge on the roads, <laughs> so the buses didn't really go. Probably. But speaking of speaking of speaking of something entirely different, I also have a shout out today, and that is to the Hearthstone and the Old World Fanatic podcast because we have been challenged to a podcast battle royale. Uh, this is in the will take the form of a more of a parlor game or like a family feud kind of game, th- type of game. And they currently have a survey uh, where they, where they want uh, questions uh, to be entered for this game. And uh, or they can ask questions. I will post this to our Facebook site and our. Well, and our first
2: of all, any family, family game I'm a part of is a feud. secondarily am I invited to participate?
0: Yes, you are the entire, uh, uh, the entire podcast. Because this it will be a recording, uh, three part recording uh, with with podcast.
3: How, how else do, will do we see? win the questions about like uh, obscure old Babylonian texts and
0: seventeenth
3: uh, mm-hmm. century plays and shit?
2: I will be yes. there and I will speak loudly and vociferously of the legend of Gilgamesh and Enkidu on yeah, the lifting of heavy stones. The...
0: Lo, upon Babylonia was swallowed by water. We've all heard it. Exactly I think that, I think that was episode ten, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, I think so.
0: <laughs> yeah, so but we have a. To...
3: Uh, yep. Yeah. So I, I just want to say I went to the. Speaking of bad websites and searching, I went to the new uh, Warmer website. I don't know if we touched on that, but it's it's pretty um, shit. I, yeah, and I went we, there we, and uh, I just, we I typed about like that, I, think. I just typed it's in so undead. It's hmm? show me the undead. Just type search the store undead, and I got Nagash and. The shambling undead team, champions yeah. of death for Blood yeah.
0: Bowl. Uh, Niklas, you can't just uh, yeah. type in "show me the undead" into a search engine. Apparently not. Like, <laughs> be
2: I, I just want to say that I do find it a delightful recall to the episode we did about undead, where they're like, "Show me undead," and they're like, "Here's Nagash." Because, as I've said before, the fifth Ed Undead book is basically the magical, wacky adventures of Nagash and then some other people.
3: <laughs> the Blood Bowl team, apparently.
2: Yes. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's good like that you get Nagash, at least. And fan fiction. Then Nagash started an American football team and, like, lived his life forever happy with Al To
0: be fair, that's just the story of uh, Blood Bowl. Oh, pretty much. <laughs> In general. But uh, Cre-
1: yeah. what, what has Krell been up to? Or are we there now?
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: we're Chris is trying to skip it because he doesn't want to hear, like, a 15-page epic on what I've been doing. So I'll keep it could short. You, could
0: you just do the cliff notes?
2: Uh, the cliff notes i have painted uh the rest of my skaven pretty much Yay. i managed to buy some sheep skaven stuff so i've got another like 20 monkey skaven you know like the delightful old monkey rat skaven uh, and i'm gonna make even though oh yeah uh, i've got like i bought a plastic bag from somebody didn't know what it was at like a yard sale you know like the dream mm-hmm. uh, so soon i can play the Eschen list because with those i think i have 45 gut runners uh, I've got like six or eight plastic night runners, which you really need soak up the points. Uh, I recently played a game against Jimmy. Uh, we met up in the new Javle Def bunker. And here's my shout out to the Green Gobbo from Javle. Check him out on Instagram. Like, Victor's stuff is insane. Super nice guy, too. Uh, apparently, Jimmy told me that we all have to pressure Jimmy. No, we all have to pressure Victor into finishing his damn projects. So if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, Victor, no, don't start a new project. Lift up the beastmen and finish them. Yes, they look amazing. I've seen it. We've all seen it. And we've talked. You need to finish that army. No, stop it. You don't need more gobos. Yes, finish that beastmen. Do it right now. Then do some minotaurs. Don't start anything new. Okay? This is Talk sort of loving Victor. Everything
0: new. <laughs> this yeah, sort of victory
2: vitriol I usually serve for Chris but like do it <laughs> he's a really great guy uh, me and I'm glad not be on,
0: uh, wrong side right of this rant
2: again yeah. <laughs> you're like it's funny <laughs> when it happens to other people um, no we played 2500 of Skaven versus Dwarfs uh, it's really good unfortunately I realized as I arrived I did not have 2500 points so I got to borrow uh, Bell from Jimmy I've never played with a Bell in 6th edition or 8th edition and it was like Damn, that's just fun. <laughs> that was so fun to have. Like, great. No, I, I, I think two times I got the result that I could uh, hurt, frighten, and just make all the cavalry on the game mat run away. Nicholas, how much cavalry does the dwarves have again? Um, I, I have two ponies. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, go say we'll get some goat cavalry
2: yeah, in, the, <laughs> in the spring. Uh, no, but like, it, was, it was fun. I, I had an assassin, like I had some warlocks. It was like a lot of fun and shenanigans. We had a random shot from I think one of the annuals where we got like a mega random effect, and mine was that for every time that you rolled your magic dice, if you got a one uh, for you just took all your magic dice, I think I had like 12. At most, and for every one I rolled, he got that magic dice for his dispel dice instead of me using it. So I had to pick up twelve dice and roll them. I looked him in eyes and I, I said, "How many do you think I'm going to give you?" I'm going to say five, and it's like, "No, I think one." And he got five. And this happened like over and over again. We had five turns of gaming, and I think I gave him like twenty dispel dice.
3: Which wait, wait, you know, what was this an item he had?
2: No, it's like a special scenario we rolled from one of the annuals. Because there was like a list of uh, special perquisites. But it's like a great game. Uh, You can choose between 12
3: dice though. Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah, but I had like a Gracie ear and I had two warlocks and like I had uh, what's that? I had like the warp power accumulator so you get extra spell dice and yeah.
3: (laughs) But you deserved it.
2: (laughs) I mean, yes. But also, like, Jesus, fucking runes. He's like, um, I'm going to destroy one of your magical items. Um, also, I'm going to, like, steal one of your dice. Uh, well, you actually, now you magically miscast. Uh, okay, so all of you guys are engulfed in magical water that makes sure they can't move. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, well, I only take a wound on a one. He gets a one. Well, I have a, a rune for that. And I'm like, what the fuck is this bullshit? But it's a good game like it really went down to the wire uh my mvps of that game were my storm vermin who just slaughtered four units straight up and killed his like and what's this called Ambit of doom
0: it's anvil of doom That's yeah pretty tough.
2: yeah like they they did a lot of heavy lifting it was a really fun game beyond that uh i've my scaven arm is pretty much done now i guess I've got the Gisels. I've got weapon team. The only thing I haven't finished up is I've got one of those old forge world. It's called a brood hall, right, Chris? Well, I ask Morton. It plays a edition. Oh, it's yeah, called a brood, brood horror.
0: Yeah, big yeah.
2: Red. I'm going to use that, and then I can actually do an Eshin list. I can do the ordinary list. I can do the Molder list with that, and I can do the Skyer list.
3: Is the brood horror the forge world thing, or
2: yeah? It's a Resident mm-hmm. Forge World thing, but like, there's something you could approximate it for for the Moulder Hell list. Can it be oh, no.
1: used as a mount, or is it a uh,
3: monster
2: on its own? It's a monster in sixth edition. In eighth edition, it's a mount.
3: Okay. It. Um, oh, I remember that, that display Warmer World where the Skaven attacking a dwarf Hold. It's amazing. There were like six of those attacking a, a horde of slayers.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually got to fight a slayer. His slayer charged my rat ogres and like they killed each other. It was a really good <laughs> match and a fun moment. Uh beyond that, I'm still working on my Tomb Kings. Uh I sold some stuff on uh eBay and like one hmm. of the winners was like, hey, wait. I'm like, hey Morton, is this you? He's like, Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> me. I'm like, Do you want some free Tomb King stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got to it to him. So I only sent him like what he won. Sorry. Morten. all right. Right, you're right. I forgot about that, but <laughs>
0: i hadn't
1: realized that i hadn't realized that they were supposed to be mounted either i'm like ah, i should have (laughs) read this or closer but i'll see
2: (laughs) Uh, so like i think i'm gonna do some more like tomb kings for the old world but i can't i i I probably won't rebase i'm too old and lazy if somebody questions me i'll just pretend i don't understand modern lingo
0: Hmm.
2: but we are quite aware of that yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys with your Fortnite and whatnot, TikTok and Instagram, e uh, How important. do you, how Which do you important. guys fight the incessant, crawling, all-encompassing need to start a new army for the old world? Because like I've always wanted bretonians, and they're gonna be available in plastic. So, yep.
0: oh. but I'm thinking you should just uh, buy them in plastic, put uh, skeleton heads on them, and paint them yellow and black. <sighs> May, like. And then you could join the Vampire Civil War next year. Although, yeah. What's Mousy on really a thing this far back in the? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, that's the thing the, with undead. They, they uh, lost. Where, 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 well,
2: The island boys don't took it upon himself to teach me about the undead. I knew ah. this day was gonna come, Morton. I took a shot. I took a chance, and I failed.
0: Yeah, as I uh, said, uh, the undead tend to last for a while.
2: Uh, But yeah, no, like uh, I'm probably gonna start a Bretonian army.
0: Yeah, I think we all are.
2: Or or I could try and paint all of the new stuff for Tomb Kings. That'll be all of the all of
0: the one new stuff so far. I think they they will get the they probably get something equivalent to the uh, foot knights for Britonia. I I am
2: looking forward to getting some plastic tube guards because I don't have those. I only have like some metal ones and not enough for a unit.
1: I heard rumors about the mummy unit, but I don't know.
2: Yeah, that would be a cool shout out to like Fifth Dead when mommy's Yeah, that,
0: that, sounds, that sounds like something more that you've heard on TikTok.
2: Oh yeah. And it's also, a completely different thing. I, also, I played a Warhammer Fantasy Battles uh, Fifth Dead game. Ooh. Just to nice. try it out. Uh, what's the rules? Nice, nice. That was nice. Like it's not exactly hero hammer but it's a bit more hero centric and it's fun just like <laughs> like i've said before the undead list for uh for fifth ed and fourth ed are just insanely funny like i'll have some mummies and some carrions and like well i can't have any grave god, but let's take a generic white it's mm. kind of fun I-, I can talk more about it some other time like i'm pretty sure we can get a guest on to talk about the game we had
1: nice nice
2: Oh yeah, also I finished up, I guess, uh, an entire Death Guard Horse Heresy army, an entire Bad Abrax army, some more Red Scorpions.
3: Okay, you're out of fantasy <laughs> stuff. Let's go to the new stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's going to be like that, I did build a entire Deronade Red Knot. That's all I've done for my Heresy. But uh, let's go on to... Uh, are we, uh, do we have any more news or anything we've been up to? Uh, you... No, no. Did you do your recap on your little campaign? It's Because you started it, started to talk about it, I'm not sure that you yeah, actually gold, finished. But... Golden skull. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah just that, uh, I, I did think we just started to mention the golden skull and a pool of blood and uh, islanders in that case. So I just want to make sure that we actually mentioned it all. So you can. Uh, ah, let's you no, know, let's
1: let's leave it at that. It's fun to have yeah. some some mystery.
2: When we say <laughs> pool of blood and like dead islanders, we don't know if you're talking about your fancy campaign or just hashtag generic Gotland stuff.
1: Erland! Yeah. It's Erland!
2: Is, is, is not there a if, is it's is not,
1: there difference? Is there a difference,
2: like, honestly? <laughs> I guess uh, I've made a powerful enemy of all the 20 people on Erland. Do you all have well, the same last name?
1: Well, yes, we are oh. related, but. Uh...
2: Well, I guess I can never put my one foot on Erland because I'm not sure both of them will fit.
1: <laughs> no, it will actually tip the island.
2: <laughs> if, if, it
0: tipped, if it tips it's not an island you know that right? Islands. islands are uh, islands are connected to the seabed
2: as I mean Nicholas it's yelled than as 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 we who's going to start <laughs> recording I guess we should ostensibly keep slightly to the point
0: yeah Do and we, if uh, and as Nicholas also mentioned if if uh, Erland was wasn't uh, more to Kalmar, it would probably float away, given that it's not attached to the seabed. So, how about some psychology?
1: Yes, okay. So, let me go through the rules, because uh, we've had some news. So, we both had news about how psychology is going to work, and then how magic is going to work. But I'll start with the, with uh, the morale. Um, so, the first thing that they talk about is how the new break tests are. Uh, and in the, rules, in the rules preview for Close Combat, they showed us that, okay, you can still... Uh, break and flee from combat, right? Uh, but you have a modifier and you could either fall back in good order or give ground. So there are like, no, now three choices. It's not just stay or flee. You have something in the middle, okay? But they didn't say what happens, but they do in this article. So, uh, just to repeat, okay, the, in the example here, you have a unit of swordmasters, masters, their leadership eight, and they've lost combat by three points. So, you take a leadership test, which is the same as before, roll two die. Uh, if you roll above eight, which is the, normal le- the, the the unmodified leadership, then they will break, right? So what happens if you break? You run 2d6 in the opposite direction to the enemy. But if there's multiple enemies, run away from the one that has a higher unit strength. So uh, <clears throat> if there's someone out there who doesn't know about unit strength that maybe just played 8th edition, could someone explain this? Um,
3: yeah. Totally forgot that that was not a thing in addition until you brought it up uh, before we recorded. But uh, unit strength is just uh, the number of models. Um, so an infantry unit with 20 models has unit strength 20, but some units have, or some models rather, have higher unit strength. Cavalry usually have unit strength 2, mm-hmm. so a unit of 8 cavalry counts as unit strength 16. And monsters generally have unit strength of whatever their starting wounds are, so dragon has unit strength six. Okay. So, uh, yeah. in sixth edition, you got a plus one modifier for having a bigger unit strength than your enemy.
2: Mm-hmm. For monsters, you're usually looking at a unit strength of three to four per model. Usually. What about what about ogres and monsters infantry? Unit strength and wounds. Yes.
1: Three per model. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. And that also played into. F- fear
3: costers is a big thing. If you're a bigger unit strength and you cause fear, and you win a combat, you auto-break the enemy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll come back to that a bit later. Uh, but, um, okay, so you run away, the same as before, uh, and the enemy gives chase, and if they roll higher on their 2d6, uh, they get you and they're you're destroyed, right? Um, if you flee into... Well, if you cross the battlefield edge, uh, the unit is destroyed, and it just says that any part of it Um, And then it's an asterisk and says that, oh, other times, if you're not fleeing, you can maneuver your models and still go over the edge, which is a nice thing, I guess, you know. So you have some extra room when you wheel around and stuff close to an edge. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if that's been a problem before. (laughs) (coughs) If you deploy
3: with your side against an, uh, an edge of the table and you want to wheel, then you couldn't really wheel, so you would be stuck and then you would have to change formation. Walk to the side and then change formation again. I guess.
2: Yeah. Oh, when, be- they, when they wrote that in the rules preview, I immediately assumed that would play into some of the scenarios or deployments. Like one person has to deploy it really close to the edge, or like one person has to do like a wrap around to win. So I assume that's gonna play into like future scenarios a bit more.
1: Mm? Yeah, maybe. Well, we can see. Um, so if you run, if you run through a, an enemy unit, you take extra wounds. If you run through a friend, friend unit, you're safe. But that unit can then be charged instead. Okay, so that's not bad. Um, then you have the second option. Okay, so the Swordmasters are leadership 8. But they lost by 3. So they have to roll 5 or below to just give ground. If they roll 6, 7 or 8, uh, then that's like the, the modified leadership, right? Then they uh, they fall back in good order. So uh, that's sort of the same. You, you still fall back. You do like a flea move. But you discard... The lower of the two dice, they can discard the lower if they want, I guess, then. Then they automatically rally and reform at the end, ready to receive a charge of the Pursuer uh, or to hit back in the next turn. So what do you guys think about this? So you flee back and you can choose, I guess, you could choose like, okay, I want to get away from this unit. So you flee further and then turn around and you hope that they don't... Will they still get to roll a Pursue roll, I I guess? And then they can catch you, but further back. Yeah, I think uh, well, if uh, you just give ground,
3: uh, it says you move two inches back, mm. and then then we follows up and are still... like I don't know, do you get to choose then if you want
1: to pursue? I would say that the, the winner chooses to follow up, it says. So you can, uh, yeah, if you if you push someone back, they give ground, they move back two inches, then you the winner decides, yeah, I'll just follow up and you just go into base contact. It's not a new charge, you just sort of stay. Uh, or it's like, well, it's my turn next round. So, I'll not follow up, and then I'll charge them again or something. I don't. Yeah, know. But you you still count it as charging though. Uh, you do? Are you sure? Yes. Pressing uh, the advantage. Yeah, I guess.
3: Yeah. Uh, so if you fall back in good order, then if you like, I like to pursue. You could fail, make a, a failed charge, but I mean, it doesn't really matter.
1: Mm. Um, yeah.
3: So I think I, you, you I, choose. I don't know when when you would like.
1: No one to I think i th- I still like this. I think this is gonna be nice because you don't have any it's not steadfast or stubborn. well, we don't know about that yet, I guess, but we don't think there's gonna be something like that but yeah. uh but this is gonna be nice, a lot of pushing in the I, I i look forward to seeing how this works yeah i like
3: uh of course, there have been a lot of complaints online, but uh <laughs> some, <laughs> so, some complaints I see is that like oh well no, everyone is uh, steadfast because. I mean, kinda way. yeah, you're you're kind of stubborn all the time because you won't automatically be destroyed if you're, uh, uh, if you're if you're if you're if you fail your leadership, um, and like if you get charged by a really tough unit, uh, they won't just automatically kill the entire unit straight away. Mm. Uh, which I don't know. I mean, it's gonna take longer to kill units in total. So, I mean, would you have time in, in, in the game to kill units? Because, like, breaking a unit and killing them is the... Both historically in real life and in Warhammer Fantasy has been, like, the way to actually destroy units. You uh-huh. get a lot of combat resolution and run them down. Like, it's not, you're not going to kill 30 Night Goblins by just fucking hacking them apart if they're <laughs> stubborn all the time. You need to break them and just run them down. Um, so that would be tougher. But with this thing, uh, compared to Steadfast, um, if you fall back in good order, which there's a big chance you'll do that if uh, if you lose the combat by a lot, then the enemy unit charging, uh, it will still get their bonuses. And most importantly, Cavalry will get their bonuses with their lances and shit. Um, so they're actually good again because in 8th edition cavalry would just get stuck because then we had steadfast but now you every turn when you win basically you'll get your uh, charge bonus and your lances and stuff so you just yeah. keep pounding them
2: like, I can think of a scenario where like, if I charge say a smaller unit, slightly reduced of elite infantry, and if I do pursue them and wipe them out, I'm going to be in an exposed position for a next charge you're going to do, or like some advantages shooting that you might not otherwise get off. Then I might not want to charge and just let that unit keep running off the field.
3: I, I but, mean... <clears throat> I, I well, do, like in good I like order, they're going to automatically rally.
2: Yeah, I like the optionality of it. Like, <clears throat> I, I don't know how used to this, but I'm going to look forward to seeing it. I spoke to, I I know you, Morton, and Chris, know this. I spoke to JP on Age of Darkness podcast the other day on a completely different subject and I said, we're talking about a book and I'm like, I don't get why people are so negative about this book that I enjoyed. And he said like some incredible words of wisdom it's like because people don't want to be positive or like stuff online they also want to show about how smart they are by shitting on stuff that everybody else loves and I think for the new old world lives rules, particularly in the group you and me spoke about earlier, Nicholas, people just want to be douchebags about it show about how big fans they are like we don't know what the complete rules pictures will look like i love the leaks but like we all know all of us who have played more than one edition of fantasy we know that it works as a composite you have to have all the rules and play a game before you know what works and doesn't work Yeah. like i'm like you guys i look forward to seeing how this is going to interact with the rest of the rules and how it's going to work but when people start whinging online Like, oh, this doesn't seem good in that manner. You just don't know enough stuff yet. And if you want to keep playing fantasy, by all means, do that. Nothing is stopping you, as this podcast has proven for half a decade. (laughs) No, like, all this negativity, just give it a try when it comes out. I don't don't get it, like, honestly. I, I feel like we've we've always been like we don't like age of sigmar but we've never said people like age of sigmar are wrong and having fun bad and should be dumb and shot like if if you play the old world and you don't like it and don't play it but don't tell me the game is going to be shit on release because you've seen some of the rules in a vacuum mm-hmm. I, I like this because like you can experiment and you have options and when there's an option to pursue or not that means some ver- more versatility but like you said nicholas why would you not want to wipe people out I guess we'll see. Maybe you have to hold points more rather than capture banners in a New Edition. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah,
1: that could also be a thing. Uh, but the, the the rest of psychology, they talk about other effects that you, we will still have. Fear, terror, stupidity, animosity, frenzy, unbreakable, stubborn hatred.
2: Mm. What was yep. the first one again?
1: The what? What was Here. the first one? <laughs> <coughs> uh while in previous games psychology was separate from the rest of the universal special rules it's now all fine in one place in the core rulebook
2: okay um but when you, uh, play un- uh, a... when you played on fear was a part of your core rulebook <laughs> that's, that's going to be like one like dry
1: brushing one big part of the rulebook universal special rules yes i feel like that as well there's a lot of that but uh, they talk a bit about fear so uh uh, if an enemy with a lower unit strength wants, to, uh, strength wants to charge a fear-causing unit, they must pass a leadership test, okay? Uh, yeah. If you're in combat with a scary regiment of skeleton warriors, you have to take a leadership test or suffer a minus one to hit. So in 8th edition, the fear, it was st- uh, weapon skill 1 if you failed it. I like the wa- minus one to hit better, but... In, they did pr- usually the same. I guess yeah. I have, you should...
2: Yeah. I like how psychology seems to be impactful and actually relevant again because, like, fear and terror took a large backseat from sixth after sixth, yeah. sixth basically. Yeah. Uh, I'm just annoying op- to keep track of. Yeah. Like, I would argue that in sixth ed, in some instances, fear might be a bit too good if you really cater to it. Unless, honestly, like, if you face dwarves or, like, what else? <laughs> uh, that fear rule might as well not exist in many instances. <laughs> but, like, fear was good. Uh, slightly too good in some <laughs> ways, because, like I said, if I outnumber you, automatically break, and then I sweep you, and then I it's charge you to the next block.
3: Like, fear and cavalry <clears throat> in 6th edition uh, kind of goes against this as well, like, the, the grinding combat. It's like, they, they don't do much, maybe do three wounds, but they win, and then they kill all of your dudes. Yeah. Like there, there's no fallback in good order. It's just you're dead. Yeah. Yeah, but yes, I like,
2: I like, I like how for psychology and magic, it seems like rather than one or two niche things, it's been, in, it's like been spread out, and grained into the entirety of the game. So like they've spread it out and made it applicable to several senses, which I think is good because to me that means it's not going to be like a niche thing for every army. It's going to be no, it's not going to be a niche thing for some army. It's going to be applicable to every army in the game. That's just my guess. Again, I haven't seen all the rules, but like that's a feeling I get. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they, then they go into terror, which is worse. You have the same thing that if you're charged by something that causes terror, you have to pass leadership test or you have to flee. Um, so that's, that's similar, I guess. Is that
3: the uh, same in 8th edition? Uh,
1: yeah. Okay. No, wait. Or is it? Yeah, no, I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. Can um, you say again? Sorry. That you flee. You have to take a leadership test if something with terror charges you or else yeah. you flee
2: yes terror is basically a better version of fear in AFED
1: yeah because it, you also have to take the fear test
2: so yeah that's why like some of the AFED uh, rules for uh, Vampire counts so good because if you have a vertical of charges you do and you flee then it just sweeps you
1: go on Martin uh, yeah uh, so you also get a minus one penalty uh, to your leadership if you're fighting with something that has terror and you have to take a break test so yeah, that that's nice. I like yeah. that. I I think yeah.
3: that's what like fear should be in the first place. Mm? Minus one leadership.
1: Mm? But uh, and then, yeah, and then we get an example of a unit that has terror. It's the Dragon Ogre Shagoth. Yeah. Ten. Ten special rules. Armor Bane 2, Armor Hide 2, Close <laughs> Order, and source and <laughs> Weapons, Immune to Psychology, Large Target, Stomp Attacks, D3 Plus 1, Storm Call, Terror, The Quickening Storm. That's like see. F- five too many. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: that's a that's, that, that's uh, shaggy special. Yeah.
1: Sorry.
0: You almost need separate unit cards for that amount of special special rules. That's just yeah. Maybe we'll get <laughs> that. I don't know.
2: Probably. They've released a lot of unit cards as of late.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ooh. For everything. And then, much. then
1: they also they also tell us a bit about frenzy, which gives you an extra attack, uh, and you're immune to fear and terror. But you always have to charge a unit, and you can never choose to flee from a charge. So yeah, that's that. And uh, they give an example of a dark magic spell called Battlelust, which is an enchantment that gives you frenzy and hatred. So yeah, but that is a good uh, segue into the next one, Nicholas. Right? Would you tell us about magic? How does it work? <laughs> what what yeah. is dark magic? The magic what, Morten? The, <laughs> oh, the <that's>... magic face? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, ma- the magic faces. What would
3: Warhammer be without magic? Without that ever-present risk of having your proud regiment of Silverhelms posted by a well-directed Fireball, or your Black Orcs grappled by the Dwellers Below? <gasps> so, uh, yeah. That's the uh, fucking dog whistle, Dwellers Below.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag dwellers below uh, privilege dwellers below
3: also exists in sixth edition but it's really bad yeah. um, it's like oh you move through difficult terrain on a four plus or something it's terrible um anyway magic does not long does no no longer have a face um it's spread out through the four phases of the game uh, and wizardry one one says that the, as we were talking about before, this is a time before the colleges of magic were formed and in the empire um, and the colleges of magic kind of set up uh, the eight lores of magic. Um, it's like a way for techless to dumb down the winds of magic <laughs> for humans, I guess. Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah, this wind kind of, you can do fire stuff. And this is the uh, creepiest thing. Yeah, let's call it death. And uh, yeah, this is also kind of creepy. Let's call it shadow. <laughs> okay, so now just just stick to these things that I've shown you. While else they just like mix all the winds. Do
2: you, do you ever get the impression that like Teclis was like this weird foreign exchange professor who showed up and just basically looked at all the stereotypes in class? Like, there's a goth kid, like, yeah, you get, like, shadow magic, there's, like, a jock, yeah, you get fire magic, it's not too complicated. There are, like, a couple of girls, like, yeah, you get life magic, you know, do the one thing, and then try hitting on, like, every female sorceress. Because, remember, in canon, Teklis is a beast weird. for hitting he's on a, people. He's a he's douche. Weird. He is. He,
0: he, he also mind wipes people.
2: Uh, yeah, those. no a regular,
0: things. yeah. Those are not the only ones, actually. <laughs> but yeah, he, like, did, uh, go to, he did go to the old world to make sure that the humans didn't abuse magic. He, he yeah, did with, I, I uh, bet the that imperialistic, that what he uh,
2: told his brother. Like, hey, I'm going to yeah. go check out these nubile, slightly stupid humans. Uh, just going to um, teach the magic, bro. We don't know how many people he mind wiped, But I'm I'm like 100% certain he went over there like these people are too dumb to understand nuance. I'll just tell them that Shaish does literally one thing.
3: Carl car Franz... Don't treat the winds of magic like I treat women. That's what he said.
2: <laughs> yeah, damn it, damn it, Carl Franz. This isn't consent. This is important. It's magic. Carl Franz, is like, wait, what did you just say? Magic is important. No, no. Before that, well, I gotta go now. So, wipe, wipe. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh,
3: there are still eight. Uh, lores, they're
1: not the the old ones though. Um, new ones, old, new, old ones, yes,
2: new, old
1: ones, The, the older
3: ones. Uh, so we have battle magic, dark magic, demonology, elementalism, high magic, illusion, necromancy, and war magic.
1: Um, I think this is so... You know, even though I love the eight lores of magic, I'm still so excited about this. Isn't that silly? It's like, (laughs) you lores of magic!
2: (laughs) No, no, I I think it's perfectly all right. Like, I'm curious too. I'm magic curious, eldritchly inclined. Like, let's see what goes on, man. There's necromancy in there, so I got something to fall back on. I'm pretty sure they will summon skeletons and shoot magic shit, so let's check them all out.
1: Yeah. I
3: wonder how much uh, or how many... uh army-specific lore so be afterwards, because uh, necromancy and war magic are in the core uh,
1: magics. Yeah. But does that mean that you could have a human that's just, ah, I'm into war magic? Uh,
2: yeah, I identify as a war user. Like, it's yeah. pretty complex. You probably don't heard about it, but, like, um, I'm all about, like, orc magic. Uh, yeah.
3: Um,
2: I think it says somewhere
3: that each... Mage has like access to three lures or something that uh, mm-hmm. they get to choose b- before each battle. Mm-hmm. Um, now I need to find that. But oh, yeah.
1: we- we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that.
3: there will de- definitely be like a list of uh, uh... who oh, can yeah. do what. Okay. So, like the handmaiden of the lady says, uh, "No spells from one of the falling lords of magic: battle magic, elementalism, and illusion."
2: Mm. So. They'll, they'll
1: be themed.
2: War <laughs> 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 and necromancy is okay though. <laughs> oh, the Bretonian damsel. <gasps> <laughs> Gilles, look at the beauty of the damsel. What is she doing now? <laughs> Foot of gore <laughs> <laughs> She
1: looks like Fiona in Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Do, what do you guys think there will be? arm specific lores? I think they said. Or... I think they said in the text that there will be more later. Yeah.
2: That's so, how yeah. I perceived it, because like you can't, you can't have Nekeharans doing necromancy because they literally don't do magic.
1: Yeah, yeah and we've seen spells from the lore of Nekara before.
2: Yeah, we have. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's and, why it's so weird. Is that like there are eight in the core rulebook
3: alone, and then they have war magic, but that should be in the the greenskin
2: book. Yeah. Maybe they have more magic. I don't know. Do you guys think we're gonna get like straight up not just one orc army, but like green skins and possibly like a night goblin army? No
1: idea. That
3: would be
2: silly. Yes, (laughs) but also kind of fun because they have so much like for Age of Sigmar, goblins is like a mega popular team, so they've got like a gorillion different flavors of night goblins, Nicholas.
3: That is true. I mean, they do kind of slice them up into different factions in
2: Age of Sigmar. There
3: At are least... like four greenskin factions?
2: Yeah, and like I think they're called, what is it like?
1: Don't utter their names. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather just have them all together and then you can choose to, you know, from this list you can make a pure Night Goblin army. But,
3: yeah, but yes, I mean, even, yes even back and no, day, I mean, I, I don't want the fucking arachnor Spider to be in every army as something.
2: Yeah, but even back in the day like uh, night goblins were not a good army and it was like barely a functional one but you saw them quite often like they were a popular choice because they're so characterful. Hmm? And like I can uh, be it's... angry at a lot of stuff for Age of Sigmar sculpts but like the new Age of Sigmar goblin stuff just looks goofy and funny. So Yeah, like... they're they're great. Uh... But go
1: on go on with the magic. Yes, each lore has seven
3: spells. Sorry, Gloom
2: Spite Gits. I meant (laughs) Gloom Spite Gits, Nicholas. (laughs) Real name.
3: Each lore has seven (laughs) spells, with one being a signature spell that's always available to its adherents. Every magic user has a level running from one to four, same as usual. Uh, The higher the level, the more. Poissant? Is it like a French word they stole it? I've never. Read that
1: Poisoned.
3: Po- Poisoned, Mike.
1: More...
3: More poison, the wizard, and the more spells they know at start of the game. Uh, spell categories. There are six categories. Oh. Enchantment, hex, conveyance, magic missiles, magic vortex, and assailment. So,
1: so can I just uh, with the thing before there, Seven spells, one signature. So I guess it's gonna be random again, right? You're not gonna be able to pick. Is what that means? But we don't know. No, but we... why would it say that you can always pick the signature spell?
3: Um, maybe they always have the
1: spell. What, what was it like in Eighth Edition? Could you always cast a spell, or could you always pick no, that spell? You could. You can switch one of the ones that you randomly roll for that. Okay.
3: Yeah.
1: But oh yeah, yeah, I guess you could. It could be that you buy spells. They cost different things, and you can... You know, I well, okay, I don't know for sure. But I think it's going to be random.
3: Yeah, probably it's going to be random, because uh, balancing issues... I mean, if there's just one spell is better, you could always just pick that, because there's so many spells. Mm. Uh, anyway, there are six types of spell: Enchantment and Hex. They're in the strategy phase. Uh, buffing and debuffing units. Conveyance, movement phase. Uh... I bet you. Well, I don't want to bet anything actually, but I bet you that the uh, the Van Hels dance macabre is gonna be in the Necromancy lore. It's, it's fucking gonna be better. a conveyance spells. I wonder if there's bet- gonna be a, a lot of Conveying spells now.
2: Hmm. Uh, I think like everybody's gonna get a, a different flavor. Like Van Hels is gonna move you forward. And, like, the life one may, may make it easier to op- move over all terrain or, like, make it more difficult for somebody else to move. I think you're going to get different options because otherwise it's going to be, like, fifth or fourth out of fancy. Yeah. At like, you get a fireball, and you get a fireball, and you get a fireball, and you get, like, a magical protection shield. And everyone does. Now do you say, like, uh, like this
3: spell would move you forward, it would be cool if there are conveying spells that moves the enemy backwards.
2: Yeah, or I forward. bet you they are.
1: Yeah, the like the wind blast
2: thing. Yeah. Calling it now, Nekaharas gets something like... Uh, <laughs> Quicksand. Scorching Invocation of the Desert Winds.
3: Okay, okay I, I have a hot take here. Uh, it's going to spare for later. But the the annual of Doom, uh, I, I definitely think that it's going to go back to the 6th edition of having four spells for the four elements. Earth, wind, fire, water. Uh, and the wind spell could definitely be like a pushback spell.
1: Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. But then also, there will be seven spells per lore, so I guess it will be different. Like, some lores have more uh, assailment spells, some lores have more Magic missiles. some have more... right? Yeah. Some are more buffing. That's how it was before, I guess, also. Yeah. So they might not all have an. Uh, a spell for the movement phase, but what was it oh. called? Con- the Conveyance.
3: Oh, another couple of hot takes. Uh, battle magic is going to have a fireball, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yep. Uh, dark magic is going to have either a soul sealer or seal soul, hundred percent.
2: I think so shadow magic, magic is going to have something that makes shooting harder for someone. There's no shadow magic. Well, what do you call dark? it? Dark magic. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think you're Get just going to have a dark, dark fireball in that case. Yeah. Sh- uh, mm-hmm. flame shadow. Yeah, there's going to be a green fireball in the war magic.
2: Yeah. Dark magic uh, is just going to sound like uh, early 2000s like uh, golf ballads. Like her her darkened razor, or, or like the puissant shadows or like calling to the night. Yeah, you know I'm okay. right. That's why you're silent. <laughs> I could live with that.
3: I wish uh, Teclas would
2: mind. Sweet. (laughs) (laughs) So, I got a question Nicholas. Nicholas, what's the high magic going to do? Well,
3: it's going to be Hiles magic,
2: right? Yeah, but give give me one of those. What are one of those going to do?
3: The Flame Phoenix, which will be a slightly better fireball.
0: (laughs) Yeah. With my favorite. Rerolls. Or, or it might be like one of one of those from uh, the old hives magic spells that, that uh, basically uh, like an uh, destroy a magic item or something like that. Just oh, yeah. to have that in the tool belt.
3: I, I think they're going to be pretty yeah. bland. That that whole lore. It's like they have one of each thing, and they all just like, oh, here's a plus one to hit. Here's a magic missile. Here's yeah. a magical vortex. Here's I a here's minus a one to hit for the enemy.
0: Yeah, and here's a, here's a spell to unbi- unbind all of the magical seals on uh, Malekith.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just that's in case, uh, that's the the, the signature as well.
0: Yeah, it is uh, the the fir- first time when the uh, uh, darkers are finally released. Someone put Malekith on the table. you just, oh, I rolled a two. Uh, Malekith bursts into flame. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it could be a mix of high elf, the high elf lore, the lore of light, and lore of heavens. <clears throat> Else, yeah, for example.
0: It's it's gonna be a plus one comment of Cassandora that's just story. <laughs> yes. Yes.
3: Yeah. Uh but oh, no. there's the, the, the a miscast table as well, but I wanna to get to like the, the main thing with the wizards. Um like the big the, the big talk. <laughs> like how does it actually work? Because the uh, people were that's speculating, like, will there be dice pools? Will there be resource management? But there will not be any of that cool things. It was just gonna be <laughs> roll 2d6 plus your magic level and beat the score of the spell. Mm. And you cast it. Uh, And then to dispel it, you have to have uh, a wizard within range. Um, I don't know if it said within range of the the caster casting it or within the target.
2: Oh. Caster would
1: be easier to keep track of, I guess.
2: I I think we assume caster because that's how it used to be like a Warhammer 40k 5th edition.
3: No. Did it? Yeah, I play that edition a lot,
2: but I don't remember that. Yeah, you had to be, to deny the witch, you had to either be affected or within range. Okay.
3: But, I mean, if you cast a fireball and you're right next to that unit, shouldn't you be able to block the fireball?
2: That makes sense as well. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, I think so too, because if somebody places a vortex next to you, you should be able to just, like, be like, be gone, fought.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, but, um, uh, yeah you have to be within range and it's eighteen inches for level one and two and twenty four inches for level three and four uh and then I mean it just says that like for, it doesn't say specifically do you get one spell per uh, level of wizardry, but that's kinda what we all do yeah. yeah. that's what it's gonna be uh so it completely changes magic that. You get to cast all of your spells basically instead of having to to manage your magical resources and cast the spells you really need. And that's always kind of been different in different editions. Did, did, did you try any of the magic in fifth edition, Carl? Because I've yeah. never
2: tried that. It's cards cards that you buy for your character. Okay. And then well, you, you, you buy the yeah. spells or does it work? Oh, uh, yeah, you have to buy the spells per character and then you get the cards. Like, you get, like, one spell for free, and then you buy the additional ones.
3: And you you mix them and draw random cards, or...?
2: Uh, For some of them, yeah, but, like, as an undead, no. Did did you just play a a game of Gwent in the middle (laughs) of the game, or does it work? Oh, God! Of course, you've got to make a Witcher free reference. You never played old one. <laughs> uh, no, like you use them, and then you can you can use them and hide them, and like you can mix them up just to confuse the opponent. And then you basically do is going to say like it has this cost, and then you cast it. What
3: do you mean it has this cost? Cost
2: of what? This is how you cast a spell, and then you roll like two dices, or depending on what your magic level is, and then you cast it.
3: Okay, so you still have to cast it, and you don't just play the card.
2: Oh, no, no, no. Like, the cards are there because you need to buy them. Ah. Okay. I thought it was, like, a whole card game in the middle of it. Um, maybe, maybe, like, I got a simplified version because I'm dumb. And I like, remember I, that's the... not, like, that's entirely possible, to be honest. Because they
3: released, uh, like, an expansion called Battle Magic. I think. Yeah, they did. Um,
2: maybe we just didn't use that one. Okay. Anyway. Uh, that's for you guys. Didn't... I had a lot of fun, but, like, I got uh, big a in of bounce. One of my kids are getting sick, I think.
3: No worries. You take care of that. Did you give your yeah. kid COVID like you gave uh, Jimmy COVID?
2: I don't think so. Kid, do you have COVID? He's shaking his head. That's good. He said maybe. That might be worse.
0: Mind. But we, we all hope uh, he gets well soon enough. They hope you, so you feel them. well
2: soon. Don't yeah, oh,
0: Always family first. You know that. He's
2: playing with my skaven, so he seems fine. Okay, guys. I was worrying.
0: <laughs>
2: He's just playing with the playgrounds, Chris. God, don't make a big yeah. deal out of it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. God, yeah, man. Uh, it's been fun. Take care. See you. Take care. Another time this year.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. we have at least one more recording that you have to be on.
2: Yeah, like we have to get Nicholas drunk and angry at something. It's a tradition. <laughs> it is. All right. Take care.
1: Take care. Take care. Almost had a crow for a whole episode. <laughs>
3: <laughs> a a Krell in your hand is better than 10
1: Krells in the forest. Yeah. But this this is a big difference, of course. Uh, I, I I like the the dice pool in 8th edition and the sort of mind games going in, oh, what will I use them for? Uh, but that I guess that couldn't work if you have this in different turns. Like, hmm... Oh, then you, then uh, you know. It's like if you saved all your dice till the last phase, then you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll have to be. So, and in a way, this is nice. This will be quicker to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, the, the thing that they,
3: they kind of said that they balance this is that most of the spells have shorter range. Uh, and all of the ones we've seen, they're like 12 inches. Yeah. So, that, that, that can work because uh, what I was thinking, like, well, you can just always position yourself out of, like, uh the uh, spell range from the enemy wizards. Mm. Then maybe you won't be in range. And then uh, you'll have to have your wizards more in the front lines now as, like, uh. area denial. Yeah. Uh, and I will also... Like, will you keep them in units or will you keep them out of units? And then will you... Will there be, like, a... A whole meta of chasing down enemy wizards.
1: Oh, that could be cool. Like, you have to remove their barriers so you can move yours forward or something.
3: Yeah, but also, like, if you kill a wizard on one flank, then they can't dispel anything on that flank, and then you can just cast magic. And that's also, like, really cool with deployment, like, where you will put your mages, and if, like, one flank is open, then then I'll push, like, all of my... My witches in there and they'll like magically dominate that flank. Hmm. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Uh,
3: what, what I'm kind of afraid of is that level 4 Wizards will just be very good. Because Yeah. I didn't like that in 8th edition that you got a bonus from your level. Because it's just always better to always just get plus 4 than to have two level 2s mm. that just get plus 2 on their 4 spells. Uh, it's just infinitely better and now it will be even better because even then uh, uh, I mean you still had the same dice so you could only cast but that amount pool, of spells
1: yeah but the pool was sort of limiting so having a lot of level yeah. 2 wizards was kind of like ah but then all of them won't be able to do their spells so they could still work now because you could they can all run all their spells and not fight for the same pool yeah, but they'll they'll have the same
3: amount of spells as a level four though. Two level twos will have four spells, and then a level four will have four spells. But the level four will get plus four oh, on nice. all of their rolls. That is true, and and I mean in 8th edition you still had like a dice pool. Say if you roll seven, then the level four could still only use like three dice for a spell, and then two dice and two dice. While oh. the two level twos, one of them would use one spell with three dice, and then the other one, two spells with two dice each. It's, it's the same amount of spells, but they would just lose lose out with plus two on each of those castings. And the same is kind of in the 6th edition. It's I'm not overly fond of that system either because it can very easily be skewed to one side because the amount of levels you get, that's the amount of dice you get. So if you have way more power than the the enemy, then they will never get any spells off, and they won't be able to dispel your your spells because you always just have more dice uh, so I like that with the eighth edition it's like even the battlefield of it. but now it's just gonna be uh, the, the level four will just get to cast all of their spells all the time instead of having to to use those resources of the the magic pool. So They'll get to cast 4 spells, and then if you have 2 levels 2 on top of that, then you'll get to cast 8 spells in total, and that's crazy amount of spells compared to 8th even. Because mm-hmm. in 8th you would cast like 3 or 4 spells around, and you mm-hmm. would like pull those dice to get a better chance at it. Uh, but it's a huge difference. Like, like the amount of spells. And also you get to just try all of your spells and uh, Whenever, because yeah. that's, that's another thing in in all the editions before is that you roll four spells, but each turn you would only try and use two of them probably, because you wouldn't really benefit from using some of those spells in that turn. But now, I mean, why wouldn't you even why wouldn't you try to just do it? It's not going to cost you anything. So you might as well just try and get the spell off. So. mean they're definitely right that magic will be like it doesn't have a face but it will still be a very big part Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but so far there hasn't been any preview of a very dangerous spell they've been pretty uh pretty (laughs) pretty weak so far but uh well they haven't shown us any purple sun yet so we'll we'll see how that how that goes
0: There Um, there there might be a reason for that
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you you did call it, Nicholas. I checked the previous previous news that we've had, and actually we've seen that Fireball is Battle Magic, and Soul Eater is Dark Magic. So you're right about those. Oh, nice. Uh,
3: maybe I did see them, but yeah, classic classic spells.
1: Mm-hmm. But uh, then, uh, yeah, there was the miscast table, which is sort of not that uh, different it's ca- kind of similar to eight at least yeah i like it it's a bit toned down from eighth
3: edition but toned up from sixth edition i told you before we recorded that sixth edition is always so lame it always rolls seven and then it's like the magic phase ends nothing else
1: happens like okay, okay.
3: Yeah, have, need
0: danger. A, 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 yeah what did you want to say
1: no you need the danger of magic
0: yeah yeah you need you need the uh, what i usually do uh, roll the oh your wizard can no longer cast magic for the <laughs> rest of the game because the because you fail so badly at magic this this turn oh yay great this is turn one
1: <laughs> i don't think that was in this new one right is there no one where that's,
0: the wizard... uh, that's that's in six dead yeah where yeah. you can use the after that to go stab knights knight's death with your hand weapon
1: yeah, in eighth edition, you could also lose D three wizard levels, so that also yeah. works.
0: And it was just the entire magic uh, ability burns out yeah. if you fail that wrong
1: I thought that was kind of fun. Um.
3: So yeah, this miscast table is either a big blast, strength ten, AP minus four, around the wizard, or a small blast, strength six, AP minus two, or strength four minus one. I guess just a wizard. Um, you cast a spell, uh, but then you can't can't cast any more spells this turn, or you're able to cast a spell. so that's like the 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 degree of bad shit that can happen either
2: mm-hmm.
3: it goes from damage to just
1: magic physically. could even you, you be lucky and cast it as a perfect invocation, which I guess is is irresistible force.
3: Yeah, that's double six. Because yeah. they, they brought back the well, the old one. It was like double one is miscast and double sixes. Uh, irresistible force. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Where in 8th edition double six was both of them.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, but also, you, you have the same thing when you try to dispel. If you roll a double one, you also have to roll on the miscast table, which mm-hmm. is new. And pretty cool. Uh, I was explaining to you also before we recorded. Uh, seems like we had a whole complete episode before that. Um, like 10 minutes. <laughs> but uh, in 6th edition, if you roll a double one when you try to dispel, you automatically fail. Even if you roll higher than the casting value, you still automatically fail if you roll two ones. Huh. If you roll five dice to dispel and you roll two ones, then you're screwed. Hmm. Um, but also, if you roll all double six, you automatically pass. So I guess, like, that won't happen that often. But if a level four rolls a five and a six, and you want to dispel with your level one, a double six will still dispel. Hmm. Well, that's
1: good. There's always a chance. Even Yeah.
3: yeah. Speaking of uh, th- there always being a chance, what if you don't have a wizard to dispel? So this is, uh, like, we're a bit torn what this actually means. Um, If a player finds themselves unable to attempt a wizardly dispel, they may make one faded dispel per turn. Um, An unmodified 2d6 attempt. So if you don't have a wizard there to dispel, you can still make one faded dispel per turn. So we're thinking, like, does that only apply if you have no wizards at all? Or just don't have a wizard there to I would say if it's
1: not a wizard there.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, uh, thinking it is the old adage: if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. In that case, so if you can dodge the fireball, you're fine. Mm-hmm. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Also, and
1: then, um, but it's one per turn, so it's like, yeah. oh, okay. I, I will. I'll, I'll save it if it, it does anything in the shooting phase. Then, right? You have to think like that.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yep. Also, like how... How do you keep track of that? It's through four phases. Maybe know, get Get some stealth. token
1: or something that's like, This is my fated!
3: Yeah. I bet they'll release a... a only Fate if you pre-order dive. through our website, you'll get a fated dispel token.
0: Yep. <laughs> but it, but then, it does sound a bit like a hero hero action as well in that case. When you have a fated dispel. Hmm? Like a hero action from uh, Middle-earth. Mm-hmm. No, or they used to deny the magic power but mm-hmm. also, they also mentioned in that same paragraph uh, about the magic resistance for some units like the dwarves in that case mm-hmm. but uh, how about that uh, handmaiden of the lady preview of the uh, unit shoes? shoes oh, well they have blur- blurred out the shoes in this case so no one can get offended because it, they they, it's like shredding his shoes in that case she either has them or she has she hasn't mm-hmm. Because that was the most important thing of that preview. We all know that.
3: The most important the, thing of this preview is the fucking base size measurement, though.
1: Yes!
0: And I really love that they have added those into the unit profile, pretty much. Mm. Just have the troop type, base size, and the unit size, which is lovely. And uh, this uh, one, of course, is the Handmaid's of the Lady, with pr- uh, previews, the Prophetess and the Damsel. Re- re- it.
3: Reading it now, is very strange. The troop type, regular infantry. Yeah, as
1: opposed to monstrous infantry or, yeah, or... irregular infantry, like the <laughs> yeah. militia. Are they irregulars? Clowns? I think this is just that there was infantry and monstrous infantry. So it's why have. To... Why not just put infantry then? Why? Because like, then you I'm, have uh, rules uh, that are like, oh, do they apply for infantry and monstrous infantry?
0: I'm, th- I'm thinking in this, just the clowns. The rest of it, just clown infantry, something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> no, I think I think they want to be very special. Uh, like, yeah. If it just says infantry, what does it mean? Does it mean monsters, infantry? So they have to be clear. They're going to use their keywords and stuff, Nicholas.
0: We all know that that will be clarified in a, a uh, FAQ Errata document in about a year and a half after release of the game. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of, uh, they do have the, they mentioned the, the Prophetess is a level three wizard and Damsel is level one. And every handmaid of the lady knows spells from one of the following laws of magic, which is also nice that included in the unit profile in this case, mm. they can have battle magic, elementalism and illusion. So maybe that is how the flesh the courts think they are actually knights and not uh, monstrous flesh-eating monsters. Mm. And I know yeah, I used the, monst- the monstrous monsters, that's a bit of a overuse of the, the word, but I think it fits in this case. One of them are is one of the new models is actually wearing uh, intestines as a wig after all. Oh yeah, <laughs> but they can be mounted in this case, and uh, the process may be a level four wizard at certain points and a hundred hundred points worth of magic items, which is a real nice to see the old uh, options uh, back in the game.
3: At um... I, I was thinking about the like the whole magic thing with like higher levels being way better.
0: Um,
3: it doesn't say the, the point cost of the, the damsel or the prophecies, like the base cost, mm-hmm. but they have the same upgrade cost for the levels, which is yes. slightly worrying because if it's that much better to be a higher, higher level, uh, but it doesn't cost any more, like it should be exponentially more expensive on on the level. Because you get both yeah, like, another spell yeah, yeah. and plus one to all your castings.
1: Yeah. I mean, it can and still they, be modified if they take up different slots. We don't know if it will be, I mean, yeah. Lord and Hero
0: points. Yeah, so. or have or have they, have they chosen choose to divide it this yeah. edition. And uh, the, 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 the favorite part of, that I think I've talked about earlier that is uh, special rules. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because uh, they have Or uh, of the Lady, Blessings of the Lady, Lore of the Lady, Magical Attacks, Magic Resistance uh, minus two, and Shield of the Lady. Jeez. And uh, that, that's yeah. a, that will be interesting to try to remember all of that, uh, at least the first uh, 15 times you play this uh, mm. character.
3: Four special rules of the Lady. Jesus Christ.
0: And I'm thinking uh, just imagine how many of the Lady they have for the entire army then. Because there might be more. What? Yeah.
3: What? What do you think these things are? Aura of the lady, that ev- anyone can uh, use
0: for
1: leadership or something?
0: Or? Yeah, like a leadership or uh, of some kind. Uh, blessings of the lady. The probably that she has got a blessing of some kind. Uh, Lord of the lady is pro- probably a is that another lore. The, think, it it might be. It might also be a way to use the magical lore, magic laws that they can use. In, case, in that case, so like a
3: uh, a lot of things have magical attacks as well. It seems like will that matter a lot because in sixth edition it's only for like hitting ethereal things.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the same with the flame attacks in the sixth. We usually use yeah. those for uh, treekin and uh, tombking characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
3: magic resistance. Uh, we were talking about this earlier. Maybe that would mean that the enemy gets minus two to cast against the unit that she's in. I
1: would like I, that more than the five plus ward save.
3: Yep. Yeah.
0: It I, I, I instantly misread this because it says minus two and not you say magic resistance two. That's it used to be it used to do in the old versions of the game. Because yeah. minus two makes it sound like she's actually worse when you huh. hit her with magic. <laughs> <laughs> And then we yeah, have...
3: a so uh, just yep. want to say, in 6th edition, you get like the amount of dice extra when you're targeting units with the magic systems, and in 8th edition, you get like, a, a ward save against bad stuff. Yeah.
0: And the Shield of the Lady special rule is pretty much the Skaven rule, where you can lead from the back rank. Because uh, yeah. Shield of the Lady ability allows her to seek sanctuary in the back rank, where she can, where she, where she can cast her spells untroubled by the aggression of the foe. So the... Dowsel and Prophetess are Skaven. That's good to know. But oh. you can also uh, give it a mount, as we said, and it's a warhorse, a Bretonian warhorse. I'm thinking there must be be the distinction, like you know, possibly between, like, you got the uh, mounted uh, men at arm, mounted yeoman, yeah. uh, with the regular horses, and then uh, the warhorse a bit, bit better, maybe uh, like a barding for free with uh, yeah. the movement hindering or something like that.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Just a, a horse or a parted horse, basically.
0: Yeah. And then you have the Royal Pegasus, which we have seen, seen We haven't seen yet. Not a new model at least.
3: Yeah. It's also um, very interesting with the unicorn that uh they show the profile uh-huh. uh
1: but it doesn't have a toughness value. No. No. So we so monstrous cavalry will no longer confer their toughness to the It'll be only the rider then. So yeah, and I mean, there might be be that
0: they might three, have some this. special rules for that. Yeah, it might it'll be have very some special easy rules to, as well.
1: Yeah, it will <laughs> be very easy to kill the
0: yeah
1: anyone on that unicorn. Uh, th- 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 it's but, it's an extra wound and then some extra attacks.
0: Yeah, and then you have uh the base size, which is forty by sixty, which is good. Yeah, to know. yeah, because
1: I'm sitting here with a monstrous cavalry base, which is fifty by seventy-five. Yeah, that's the old Games Workshop one. So this one is smaller.
0: It might be uh, like this is a new base size for models uh, like Tyrion because he came about he came about on a fifty by fifty.
3: Yeah, or the ones that are on like a forty by forty, some of them are on that yeah. size, right? Yeah, like but 50
0: by, fi- fifty by fifty is uh, a double cavalry base after all. Yeah. And, uh, lo- I think Archeon had that size also, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then we have <laughs> special rules, armor bane, 2, unicorn only, armored hide, 1, beguiling or counter charge, medical attacks, stomp attacks, 1, and swift stride. Oh. Yeah, it will be quite interesting to see what all of these do and if there's a, an easier way to uh, actually remember all of this.
1: Yeah, I mean, some things stick out. So before it was like, oh, this is Monstrous Cavalry. Then it will have Swift Stride. But now it has Swift Stride here as well. You don't have to look at and like, oh, Monstrous Cavalry, it has Stomp Attacks. And it gives you plus one armor, armored hide one. So I guess they just put all of them, which in a way is good because before it was like, oh, it's Monstrous Cavalry. What did that give you? Oh, that gives you Swift Stride. Oh, what does that do? So in a way, it's good to write it all here, but then it makes it look like more than it it, I mean, it
0: since we don't have access to the full rulebook and we don't really know how the game plays. It's just these are a lot of words for this spe- specific specific yeah. unit, and uh, as Nicholas mentioned, it looks like there are way too many special rules <laughs> for. It. But it might just be like these are the regular things that we we can relate to quite easily that we like we used to do with the uh, the USRs in the earlier editions.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mo- most. Like 40k and Age of Sigmar now don't have universes special rules at all. Like they have, they all have their own unique rules, even though they do the same thing. Uh, you no, know, like Plague Marines have Shield of Slime, which is just feeling the pain, and then another unit has something else that's also just feeling the pain. Huh. So that's that's kind of silly, I think. You can just have universes special rules, but this is just, it's a lot of them, and also like magical attacks. Like everything seems to have magical attacks. Like the uh what's that big dra- Shagoth thing? Had like and mm-hmm. ens- and sourced weapons as well? So that didn't that give magical attacks back in the uh, days? So yeah. like, what did that do? I think so.
0: But I'm thinking that it might be uh, uh, some uh, like if there's a word save that might bypass word saves if it's a magical attack or something like that. Just to make just because so many things have it, uh, that's been present presented for so far.
3: Also, stomp attacks. I think uh, the Unicorn had stomp attacks and the Dragon Ogre had stomp attacks, but they, the Dragon Ogre didn't have Thunder Stomp. Uh, no? Because that was a distinction in 8th edition. If uh, you had stomps, uh, you could stomp
1: infantry, but if you had Thunder Stomp, you could also stomp cavalry, right? Yeah, you're right. And we don't know, it doesn't say the unit type of the Dragon Ogre, so we don't know if it counts as a monster or a
0: I think it is ah, it regular infantry. Monster.
1: Regular I think, infantry. I think you will always get your stomp so. That oh you don't think there will be a monster unit type
0: anymore? That probably will.
3: Uh, I don't probably, know. but it, like it, I don't think it will. I don't think it will be this sorry for the Swedish trip trap trull of uh, unit sizes. Like they won't, there won't be those steps. Uh, yeah, where like the bigger thing can stomp the smaller thing. I think you will always just get the stomp attack. The
1: sha- yeah, the the Shagoth has six wounds and large targets, so it will probably be a monster. And it has terror and stomp attacks D three plus one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have thunder stomp.
3: No, so, that's good. So I think uh, the, the stomps will just be extra attacks no matter what size, which I think mm-hmm. will be better. Mm-hmm. I don't like stomp attacks at all. I think I mean just fucking give them extra attacks. Um but it's like after they strike, right? They get the stomp mm-hmm. attacks. So then yep. and it always starts last,
1: essentially. Mm. Um Yeah. It's just something extra to remember. It's a bit
3: also this the the unicorn has counter charge. We were thinking will that be depending on your stance maybe, or it will just be a special rule. And yeah, it's just a special rule. Mm. Um, doesn't have anything, like, uh, that it has to charge to get the armor vein bonus or anything, though.
1: I know. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. And then they have some examples of signature spells from the different lores. But I don't think we need to go into those. What I've seen so far, I haven't seen any, you know, difficult spell. Nothing that's really above 9 plus to cost. And do you think there will be something that is, I mean, it's two dice. Will there, will there be something that is a twelve to cost? Do you think, or will a sixteen to cost, for example? Do you think there will be a
0: spell like that,
1: that only a level four casting, getting double six, could <laughs> get off? Uh,
0: I'm gonna gonna phrase it like this: There might be. There might not be. Mm. Uh, it, uh, we can only speculate at this point, but it would be really interesting to see more of uh, the rules previews and what uh, is going to be pre- pre- presented. And there will be an, n- another rules preview next week as well. Yeah, with more special rules. Yeah. Yes, they will be investigating the Grail Knights, the living saints, and the exemplars of the Bretonian way of life, and seeing how they interact with the universal special rules. And uh, there They'll might be a lot of specials. rules. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or, or they room might room. have none. They might have none, and you says you say you can choose which applies this round. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that would I be interesting.
1: I would. I can think that there might be spells that need twelve plus to cast.
0: I wouldn't yeah, be surprised so so that if so, you
1: add your. I bet uh, there will be a
3: Skaven spell that needs thirteen. Yes.
0: Yeah, and then then I really. Would be interested to see if they would actually remove a powered-up uh, comment of Cassandra. Because
2: mm-hmm.
0: that would be perfect be perfect. To have a, for a really, really boosted, uh, like a level five slam or something. Mm-hmm. Case, but, as we all know, that they should have level fives. That just because that just makes sense to have uh, toads that are more powerful than everyone else by uh, by costing magic.
1: I agree. But yeah, that, that that's that's that for now, I guess. Um magic will be very different still look forward to testing out this game uh I'll see yeah. how it will feel
0: and as we mentioned if worse comes to worse we all would always have a nice new uh, set of bretonians and tomb kings for the uh, for six dead or eight dead. So exactly right now yoga side Yuka side we really are looking forward to this and it is uh Start, we are getting so spoiled uh, with uh, the, the release uh, uh, release of these articles that they come every week that we uh, that the, the, the urge to know more just grows and grows. At least for yeah. me.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh. Much excited.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: with that, thank you for listening. I think we should wrap it up, right? I'm yeah, going to bed.
0: Yeah that's that's the thing we all are in that stage actually tonight. But, uh, thank you for thank you for everyone for listening and for joining us here tonight and
2: bye bye Josh